0: The following amazing story was written down by Yida Halberstam and Judah Leventhal in their amazing book, Small Miracles. Every year, Hanukkah arrives just when we seem to need it most. When days are at their shortest and the nights have grown unbearably long, the menorah casts its glow upon a people hungry for light. In 1938, the entire world found itself sinking into a darkness unlike it had known in modern history. If ever there were a need for light to guard, guide our way, it was on this cold December evening in Germany, as the eighth and final day of Hanukkah was about to begin. air family was sitting in a second class compartment on a second train, on a train, sorry, headed from Berlin to Holland as they watched the winter sun slip behind the horizon. It had been a long and terrifying trail that led from Kristallnacht, the night of the broken glass, to this moment. They could still hardly believe they had managed to obtain an American visa and were now finally on what they prayed would be an uneventful journey to freedom. Judah and Regina Gare and their two children, Arnold and Ruth, spent the duration of the train ride staring out the window, nibbling on sandwiches, reading, dozing, and trying to behave as if the world were still a normal place. But unlike most of the other passengers, the Gehr family remained acutely aware of the dangers that awaited them as a train approached the German-Dutch border. There, Nazis, German police, and officers of the Gestapo would all be present for a final check of passports and travel papers. For Judah Gehr, there was an additional heaviness that weighed on his heart. As an Orthodox Jew, and a chazan, a cantor. His whole life had been devoted to following the ways of Torah. Yet here it was, almost nightfall, when the flames of Hanukkah Menorah should have been rising to spread their light and he was forced to sit quietly in his seat with only the harsh glare of a naked bulb to illuminate the graying sky. Surrounded by strangers, he was afraid to strike a match or recite a blessing for fear of calling undue attention to himself and his family. Regina Gare, sensing her husband's inner struggle, tried to reassure him that God who sees and knows all would surely understand the situation and no doubt ground him many more Chanukahs to celebrate properly. Judah nodded gratefully, but didn't seem comforted in a place and time of such spiritual darkness. The light of the menorah seemed more important than ever. Under these dangerous circumstances, how could he possibly light the menorah? But then again... How could he possibly not? Judah turned the issue over and over again in his head as the train continued onward. Suddenly, the train screeched to a halt at the German-Dutch crossing, where it sat in the station for the longest 10 minutes of Judah's life. As the border police and the Gestapo prepared to check everyone's documents, he felt his wife's body go still next to his, and even his children sat frozen in fear. One wrong answer, One nervous twitch could mean the difference between escape and imprisonment, between a new life and certain death. Then it happened. A Chanukah miracle arrived at the German border just in the nick of time. With no warning, the entire station and every corner of the train was thrust into total darkness. All the lights were extinguished at the very same instant, leaving the passengers and the approaching officers groping in the darkness. Without a second hesitation. Judas seized the moment, reached for his overcoat on the luggage rack, put his hand into one of the pockets, and pulled out a small package. Before anyone realized what was happening, he struck struck a match, lit a candle, and quickly warmed the bottom of the eight other candles. He then planted them firmly in a neat row upon the windowsill, and in a breathless whisper, recited the Hanukkah blessings. As his family looked on in amazement, Judah carefully lit each candle and placed the ninth one, the shamash, off to the side. In the bright warmth of the menorah, his face radiated joy and peace for the first time in months. Seeing the unexpected light in the window, the Gestapo and the border police came running. The sound of their boots striking the pavement with intensified blows echoed throughout the still. Nevertheless, Judah continued to focus his thoughts on the Hanukkah lights, while his heart pounded as loudly and rapidly as the quickening footsteps. When the officers burst through the door, Judah is braced for the worst, perhaps even the end. However, instead of responding with rage to this brazen display of Jewish ritual, the officers only noticed the opportunity that it provided. By the light of the flickering candles, they would now be able to see clearly enough to begin checking passports and papers. And so, with characteristic Nazi efficiency, they set to work. As soon as the process was completed and they were about to leave, the chief officer of the border police turned to Judah and thanked him personally for having had the foresight to carry travel carry candles on his trip. Meanwhile, the Gere family sat in stunned silence for close to a half hour, unable to take their eyes off the windowsill. Just as the candles were beginning to grow dim, Every light in the station suddenly flashed back on. Judas still sit, sat in awe at what he had just witnessed, put his arm around his 12-year-old son. With tears in his eyes, he drew him close. Remember this moment, he declared softly, as in the days of the Maccabees, a great miracle has happened. By Amim Ahem, by Hazeh, as told by Arnold Geyer, Judas' son, May Hashem bless us to see miracles this Chanukah.